Welcome to this episode of the Down the Pool podcast. Uh, on this episode, I am joined by York United's uh, Max Ferrari. Welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be on. Yeah, I'm really, uh, really excited to have you on the show. I've kind of wanted to get you on for a while, but um, Owen's a hard man to uh, get hold of. So um, my my first question for you is, I know you're a bit of a Chelsea fan. So uh, what's happened with them this season? <laughs> yeah, I get this question. I get, I get to... I get this question a lot. Um, yeah, I think obviously for a lot of us, it's hard to see, but um, I still back a lot of the players we have. And I'm, I I always answer the same way. I think we're going to be fine next year. And yeah, just hope for just kind of a new start. Just get this season over with. And yeah, a new start for the boys and see who what manager comes in. And yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a Tottenham fan, so uh, I'm in the same boat as yourself. Ah. So, <laughs> so yeah. uh, obviously, uh, Pochettino is going to be taken over by the sounds of it. So, uh, do you think he's the right manager for you guys? Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, like I was even I don't know. For me, it's like I wasn't even a huge fan when Tuchel came in because I liked Frank Lampard so much. But then when Tuchel came in, I I loved it, right? And obviously, when the Champions League. So for me, yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of a Spurs manager coming and <laughs> coaching us, to be honest. But, I mean, if he's going to get results, then, yeah. Yeah, well, we've had, we've had two Chelsea managers in the last, like, three years take over. Uh, their, yeah, their, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel your pain. Yeah. So, um, kind of getting into uh, the your own sort of stuff here. So, uh, I know you're in Halifax right now. So, how's training been going? Yeah, it's been good. I think the boys, obviously, tough result on the weekend. But the boys, uh, it's really positive buzz right now. Um, just because we know we can do a lot better and yeah we're really excited for Saturday because we uh, we know it's a big occasion and um, yeah we're gonna be up for it. So you always seem to uh, play really well here for some reason um, I know you didn't really get a chance to last year but 2021 you were you killed us a few times so what is about the Wanderers ground that you enjoy uh, uh, playing there? Yeah it's just one of those grounds that I think everyone in the league can agree it's you like playing here it's so loud and everyone's so close to the pitch and for me, as York, I think we played there twice, and it was probably the two craziest games I've ever played. So, um, it's yeah, it's just exciting. And for me, it was honestly like last year when I got hurt right before we went to Halifax the first time, I was gutted because that was somewhere that I really wanted to go. And, yeah, I'm just really excited to come back here, and I'm sure it'll be a, another great game on Saturday. You always seem to enjoy going to the crowd, the crowd and uh, shushing them. So, uh, <laughs> you hope, I'm sure you're hoping we can do the same again on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a really. I don't think I'm a big fan in the in the kitchen area. I don't think they <laughs> like me too much. But so, <laughs> so um, you're as you mentioned, you're kind of coming off a, a tough loss there, Pacific. Uh, like it's really weird. Like you guys had as many shots uh, on target as what Pacific did, and you were in the game for a large period of it when it was two one. You just kind of had, like Brian Roy had that header. Uh, like does it feel like he's Obviously, I'm sure that feels undeserved like that was 4-1, but do you feel like you guys are getting close to the right mix? Yeah, I think, honestly, it's been 
past few games has kind of been the same type of thing. Like I think Forge too, like at home, we had a few chances that, yeah, if we, if we put those in the net that maybe we could, we were still in this game and stuff, but we kind of knew on uh, Saturday that it wasn't good enough in a lot of areas. And, but we still had those chances to probably bring us back into that game. And it's kind of something that we need to feed off of and see that, whether we're playing good or bad, whether, yeah, we'll always have those chances that if we can put those back in the net and um, we'll be in games. And for me, uh, I'm not worried about our striking options. We have like great strikers up front, like our attacking line, the guys up front. And once they score one, I'm sure they'll score a lot. So, so yeah. you know, you kind of guys are a little bit the way Halifax is. You kind of had another bit of a turnover of players over the, the off season. So does it, it must take time for everybody to kind of gel together. Yeah, I think it does take time, especially when you have injuries too. Um, and you're kind of just always shuffling the lineup and guys in certain positions that are not used there that they obviously can play there, but it's kind of just getting used to everyone. Um, and yeah, cause preseason and even the start of the season, we have a lot of thing where we, we probably play a game and then a few guys come in, a few guys come out. Um, out of like from the injury and yeah i think we're just trying to settle in and obviously we know we need to start picking up points and yeah kind of very surprising though like how uh close everybody seems to be this year like obviously like pacific and forge kind of pushed out a little bit but between like third and and eight there's like a couple of points maybe so do you think that like the, the, the teams are just getting so close together that's kind of it's getting harder and harder like to pick up the victories and that's why you see Halifax with five draws, Calvary with five draws. Yeah. No, it looks like this year that it's going to be close right to the end. I mean, most years, to be honest, like the year we made playoffs, it was last day of the season we got in. And last year, we were three games left. We were still had a chance to make playoffs. And I think this year it's even closer than it was. It, that, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be closer than it was, especially with that fifth spot up for grabs. Um but it just shows that you got to be aware for every game, like be ready for every game. Like, um, yeah, it, it looks like, yeah, but like you said, it was two, uh, two teams with five draws. Like you've probably never seen that before. Um, and yeah, it's like for us is if you win a game, you, you jump up the standings about four, four or five spots. So you kind of just have to be aware and, and ready for every game. You can't take anything lightly. Not not to uh not to try and make excuses for you for the weekend, but you know you obviously had the big game against Vancouver on the Wednesday against the the Whitecaps, and then you played you had to f- travel out to Victoria and then play on the Sunday. So mm-hmm. like, how does that affect you? Like having that super intense game against like you know like a, a kind of a, a tier above you, and then having to travel all the way out there. Like, does it really affect you? Yeah, I think. Maybe not the fact that it was such a big game. I just think the travel did have a lot of effect on us just because maybe um, uh, legs-wise, I think some guys maybe would have thought that, like for me, my legs felt heavy like the day before the game just because we came uh, to travel and then we trained right away. But it's something that I've honestly, and a lot of us, we've gotten used to. Um, We do it a lot. So, yeah, we don't want to put an excuse on anything because – we're not going to say the travel is the reason why we lost that game. But, um, yeah, it's just something that we you have to get used to because everyone in the league really has to deal with it, and some teams more than others. But, yeah, for the most part, it's, yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, obviously that, that big game uh, against uh, Vancouver, like, so what what's it like playing in those games? I know you came on into the game, I think, and, like, it's, 
you're you're playing that tier above. Does it have like an extra bite to it because like you kind of want to show these guys what you're made of? Um, yeah. Uh, you're talking about the White Caps game. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, it's my third time. I want to say playing an MLS team. Um, this year we were pretty confident going in. I think, especially myself and as a team, we were really confident because we played exactly the same team last year. Lost two one in Vancouver. So. And we thought there was a lot of a lot of stuff left on that pitch, um, but for me, these type of games, it's it's exciting. Like for us, when we went two years ago to TFC and played them at BMO, that was probably one of the the coolest parts of my soccer journey so far. And just because I'm playing my hometown team, probably a team that I support, you kind of get up for those games. Like I remember for that game, like I don't get nervous for games, but that game that morning, I was nervous. And wow. um, yeah, so going back to Wednesday, it was. Um, yeah, you're playing a, a good team. It's the first time we get to host them too, um, which was cool. I got to bring all my friends and family. I want to say I had like 40, 50 people um, of awesome. my friends and family there. So so it was, it was special for me to play in front of them. And um, obviously it's unlucky because uh, I thought we, we actually played well, especially at the start of that game. It's the first half we did really well. And to concede like that uh, is tough. But yeah, we kind of just, our thing was, we yeah, you just got to bounce back also too. It was just an, it was it was kind of like the Pacific game too, where like you were kind of in it for again for like big parts of that. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of strange. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it just it's kind of like with Halifax, where we're in the kind of same boat, where it's just like we're just almost there, and it's kind of it's a little bit frustrating as a fan, where you just want to go like like you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So you, you know, like for yourself, uh, obviously you mentioned like last season was kind of stoppy starty for you. So how would you feel your season this year has started off for you? Yeah, so for me, this last year was one of the <clears throat> toughest, probably, yeah, definitely I want to say the toughest thing I've had to go through as a, a footballer, whether it was pro or not not pro. Because um, when you're hurt, the mental the mental side of it is, it's so hard. Not being a, with the team, like like I said, like all my friend, all my teammates and they're traveling to Halifax and I'm back at home doing sessions and watching them on the TV. That's probably the hardest part for me is just that mental thing on that I have to still stay switched on because I know I need to be fit and try to get healthy to be back on that pitch. And then, yeah, for me this year, going into this year, going from the last year, because I was hurt for, I want to say, 60% of the year. It was, And even when I did come back, I never felt myself. I never felt fit, never felt healthy. And uh, my main focus was to figure out those injuries in the offseason and come back fit, come back healthy. And this year I'm really enjoying my football so far. I've played, I think it's – six or seven games already in a short amount of time. And if I was to look at that at the end of last year, did I think I was going to be doing that? Probably not. So for me, it's, yeah, obviously the results haven't come, but to be playing consistent football and enjoying my football right now is, is a big part of what I want to do. So was it just a, was it just one injury or was it like a catalog of like things that were happening? No. Yeah. So last year at the start of the year, I did my knee twice, two different times. I came back, I played a couple games and then I really did my knee. I unfortunately tore my meniscus in my left knee. So then that took about a couple months. And then I came back, was playing consistent football, like for a month, I got to play white caps, which was nice. Um, yeah, I was playing for a good month. And then I unfortunately hurt my ankle really bad, did a bunch of ligaments and tendons. So I was out for the rest of the year. Basically I came back maybe for a month, left in the season but I was never fit like I was still hurting type thing I kind of rushed back just to play because I was missing so much 
Is is that like is that like uh, a tough challenge? Like, to, are you, do you feel like you like your physios maybe to kind of say like, oh yeah, I feel great, just because you want to get out there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think as a player, you always want to you always want to play, but you got to listen to who's in charge really. And for me, it's um, yeah, like you watch you're watching games. Maybe the results aren't going your guys' way, and maybe that's thinking, oh, I want to be out there with the team. I want to. I think I can do my job, and I think I can help the team in whatever I can. Like, even if it's on the bench and I come on for five minutes, I kind of want to get out there. But um, at the same time, you got to look at it long-term. And I, I've definitely looked at it differently now. I I look at it at a sense that I can't rush anything for me because I, I want to say I personally probably rushed a bit of my injuries last year coming back, my rehab. Um, and I put that on myself too because I probably, like you said, probably told the physio that I feel fine when I really didn't. Um but yeah, you kind of just as a player, once you get those injuries, you kind of look at it all differently. I can imagine it's like you know, like uh, as you said in twenty twenty one, you were playing like nearly every game, and then suddenly like you're watching TV kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? So, so like yeah. just yeah. just looking at twenty twenty one, um, you did play an awful lot of games. Like, so do you think that that might have impacted last year? Because like the way that the CPL is set up, you know, like you've got five six months, I guess, of really a lot of games together at the same time mm-hmm. and you're at, with the traveling and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that might have impacted you last year, that that kind of workload? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I think about it too much, but yeah, I, I did think about it in that time that maybe I, maybe, because um, I want to say I played like 32 games or something like that in that short amount of time. And I didn't really have a proper off season going into 2022 just because I, I, was, I was carrying an injury from 2021. So I wasn't really able to do what I wanted to do. And yeah, maybe I just don't think thinking about that. I don't know if I could have done it any differently um, just because it's so hard when you're injured. It's hard to do. You want to deal with what you have. I mean, it's hard to do extra stuff. So, yeah, for me, yeah, it was just honestly the biggest change from 2021 to 2022 for me was just, yeah, that mental thing. On It was hard when you're out. It's, it's hard. And um, maybe even 2021, I had a lot of mental capacity too because being in that season it's a lot of you're playing all the time and not a lot of rest like it's completely different because that 2021 season I think we started in June end of June and ended November so we we put in 32 or 33 games in that amount of time and it's a lot on the body and on the the mental side so um yeah for me it's just yeah Mm. So, you know, with the, with the 2021 season, as I said, it was kind of a breakout season for you. You were nominated for under 21 player of the year, which I kind of felt that you should have won. Uh, but um, there was also then rumours afterward that maybe you're going to get picked up by a foreign team. There's all these kind of rumours that were ha- happening. So, like, for yourself, like, do you listen to that noise that's around? Like, do you, does it affect you or do you just, like, block it out? Yeah, I think it's, uh, especially when that noise came towards the end of the season, I kind of... Um because I was still playing and all that noise was still coming, like, oh, some teams are interested, whatever. I try to block it out, especially when we were in a, a crazy pull up, uh, playoff push. Because for me, my my main priority is playing for York, and I wanted to make playoffs. I want to do uh, my personal goals. Um, and then when the, the noise comes in the offseason, it's kind of uh, – you don't really have time to kind of push that stuff up. You try not to listen to it, but obviously it's all – you see the articles and you see, you hear stuff when you're talking to whatever. Um, but for me, I was a York player. Um, I was focused on getting ready for um, York's 2022 preseason. 
And yeah, I was kind of, obviously I knew that that talk was there, but it was kind of, I'm a York player and I want to be a York player and do whatever I can to get myself ready for this season coming. Sounds like you've got like, a, as you said, you've got like 40 or 50 people that came out to watch it against uh, Vancouver. So it sounds like you've got like a really good support network around you. Like how important is family to you? Yeah, my parents are the best. Like my dad and my mom, obviously they watch every game. My and they they even travel to a lot of away games. They're obviously at every home game, but they come to a lot of away games. Like uh, my mom will be there this Saturday in Halifax. Um, she she tends to do that a lot. She she travels. She was in Ottawa two weeks ago when we got that big win. She came to Halifax the crazy three three game. She was at that <laughs> one. Amazing. Probably the, she probably the only York fan in that stadium. But yeah, she was there. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, no, my support group with my friends and my family and uh, my girlfriend, and all, even like, yeah, like it was great just to see everyone in um, my corner. It's kind of that spe- something special. And we'll uh, we'll look out for that one York United fan on uh, Saturday. We'll know exactly who it is then, I suppose, right? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you you know, like at your time, you've been at like Jesus, like you've been at York since twenty twenty. I think it was the Island Games was your first thing. So you're almost like. A veteran mm-hmm. of York now with the amount of players that were kind of come and gone in that time. But um, you know, in that time you've worked under two Canadian legends really with Jimmy Brennan and uh Martin Nash. So what's the most important thing you've learned from uh the two of them and how do they differ in style? Yeah, obviously I think uh you come like managers are very different, you gotta adapt in different ways. And for me with Jimmy, I, I knew Jimmy for a really long time. Obviously, I knew him since I was like seven, eight years old. And he's the one who brought, yeah, he brought me into York and I learned a lot of things. Uh, he gave me my first pro appearance. And then once I started to prove myself, I was getting game after game after game. And I was learning a lot from not just him, but I learned a lot from Paul Salteri that year. Um, especially for me, because I was kind of in that role where I was playing winger, but I was also playing a lot of fullback, which was a new position for me. And Paul being an ex fullback really helped in that sense. And he was teaching me a lot. So whenever, because I'm the type of guy that I will ask a question no matter what, even if it's really dumb, like I'll ask a question just because I want to know um, what I have to do. Um, and yeah, they were really helpful with me in that sense. And then um, obviously coming into 2022, Martin comes in um, and he brings two assistant coaches, um, like a whole new staff. And for me, it's kind of just that, yeah, I really appreciate what Jimmy and Stolly did for me. I think we did really good things. But then you just got to move forward and got to be focused on York's uh, upcoming season. And, yeah, Martin was great to me from the start. Like Right when he signed, we had a chat and we had similar goals. And obviously he knew what I wanted to bring to the team and what, um, like who I am as a person. Because at the end of the day, you got to know the guy off the, off the pitch. And he really worked hard in knowing who I was as a person. Um, and yeah, uh, even last year, it's hard to say, like for me, I didn't, I would say I was, yeah, like I wasn't around the team as much when you're hurt, it's hard. So, uh, obviously Martin and Morrow and, um, Barry and Camille, they're all great to me when I was hurt. They were really encouraging. I I was doing all my stuff on the side, but I never got a full season. Like I want to say I played 13 games for York last year. So for this year, I've already played, I think it's seven, um, so I'm I'm learning a lot with um more compared to last year just because I'm in the the mix more this year. And um yeah, like I'm I'm learning a lot of stuff from uh, from Nashi and 
and Barry and Marlo, just because they uh, they know I'm. It's kind of that same thing where I'm playing a wing, but sometimes I'm playing fullback. Like this year, I think I've split the position on when I'm playing, like the the time. So yeah, I, I always ask questions because Nashi, obviously being a defender um, at some points in his career, and Barry being a fullback, full time fullback, um, and Marlo knowing the role too. I, I always ask these guys questions. They're so good with me that they know um, that I can take criticism as well. Like, I'm okay if they want to have a go at me. Like, if I'm not playing up to a certain sta- standard, I think they're good to tell me that, I, yeah, like, Max, those passing, that passing, Julie, like, it's got to be better. Um, and then I'm one to go over video um, in the after a game or before a game if we're going against an opponent. And if, uh, if I need any questions, then I'll go out. I feel completely comfortable to go up for them. So, yeah, for me, with the with the coaches, I've been uh, very, I want to say, yeah, they've been really helpful on the years since 2020 to now. And it's uh, kind of for me as a footballer, I'm trying to learn every day because I'm still a young guy. I'm still only 20, 20, 22 years old, so I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Um, so, yeah, because I think I've got a lot to learn. I think a lot of people forget, like, how young you are because, I said, like, you've been around the league for – for most of it, to be honest. So, you know, like, I think people forget that yeah. you're still only, like, a, a young book. But, you know, um, I'm not going to ask you what your favourite position is because, like, like I'm sure you'll, you'll say whatever you're told to play kind of thing. But, like, you start, you're kind of playing as a winger, then you're being asked to play fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, it's yeah. kind of a very different role. Like, so how are you adapting to the positional sense of, like, you're now a defender and you have to watch, Yeah, you know, whereas, whereas when you're a winger, you're not really paying as, as much attention to the positional player or somebody coming yeah. to you? Right. Um, so for me going, yeah, like even growing up, I've had this question a few times growing up, I was never even a winger. Um, I was always a central midfielder growing up. Um, I made that transition to as a winger when I was probably 17 years old. So like not that early, like pretty late. Um, so I've kind of, I have a lot of different habits. Um, for me as a winger, I always, um, focused on the defensive side as well because in the modern day, game the, the wingers are, are having to defend a lot um and it all depends too with what system you're playing in i think it's certain coaches want um wingers and fullbacks to do certain stuff but for me um making that transition i think yeah i think when i move to fullback it's kind of like that mindset on i'm like i can't let that winger go by me i can't let him score like if he scores that's my fault or if he sets up a play that's my fault i think that's where it's different where you have to really lock in defensively and mentally in that sense. And then as a winger, you kind of try to to bring what I do on the wing, what I do the fullback. So I think if people watch me as a fullback, they go, they could probably tell that I played forward for most of my life. Um just because I, I do like to go at players. I like to be direct. I like to drive at guys. But then I kind of have to change my game where I have to be defensively is probably my priority, right? As a as a yeah. fullback. So it's kind of just trying to mix in everything by also try to make the position or the way I play it my type of way. Um, and then obviously Nashi and them and um, whoever's uh, Mara, they, they give me points on what I have to do better. And yeah, it's kind of just, I'm still learning. I'm still learning a lot because I want to say I've only played 20 games fullback. So it's, it's something for me that looking forward, I, do I know what position I'll be going for uh, in years to come? I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know. And, I'm that type of guy that I, I don't care. I just want to win games. And um, whether he wants me to play left wing, right wing, or left back, right back, I'll I'll slot in and try to do a job. 
I love that mentality. Um, so, you know, we kind of have to mention the uh, the kind of elephant in the room with York at the moment where uh, the club was sold a, a couple of weeks ago. So what's been the players' reaction and has anything changed for you guys day to day? I think obviously um, guys were a bit surprised because you don't really know that that news is coming until it, it comes out. And um, yeah, I think the guys, the reaction has been as positive as it can get. Like, I want to say it happened before Ottawa, right before Ottawa. And then we come out with that master, massive performance. And it just shows that we're all focused on the current and stuff that you can't really deal with is not really in our, our hands to talk about or to, to think about. It's kind of just living in that moment right now that we need to pick up points because um, we're thinking about our careers. We're thinking about our season right now. Like I'm sure a lot of guys are, if they ask you, what do you want to do this year going into the season? We want to win this. Like we want to make playoffs and we want to win it. And nothing changes with that um, statement coming out. We, we still have the same ambitions and guys, whether they have contracts or they want to step up to another level, I think we're all dialed in and then we want to perform to the best of our abilities. Right. So I don't think it changed too much in our heads, our mindsets. Um, I think the guys have reacted really well to it. Um, especially me, it's kind of something that when I found out, it was like, ah, oh, like it's, yeah, obviously being a York region kid and being here since almost the start, I came the second year. It's obviously something that, yeah, it was surprising, but um, it's something you just, you can't really deal with it. I had like at the end of the day, I'm a player. I don't, I can't really say, or I don't really think about it too much. It's just that, yeah, I, um, I found out at night and then I'm, I'm back in training the next morning. You kind of just have to do up your boots and, and get to do what you, you've been doing. You can't change anything. So, yeah. It, it, def it definitely feels a lot different uh, just looking from, from the outside of, like, you know, with Edmonton last year, it was kind of like almost like a patchwork team they put together and, and it just felt like it was doomed from the, the offset. Whereas with you guys, like, it's the biggest marker in – Canada, you know, the, the team is like really well put together. You've got some really big names in there too. So it, it just it just from an outsider looking in, it looks a totally different scenario to the to the Edmonton thing. And I think Angus has tried to relay most of your fans' fears of uh it going down that route. So um I just thought I just had to ask just right. so people knew what it was like from yeah. the outside. Um yeah, so you know, like on uh I don't know if you saw yesterday that uh uh Calf had released uh, a league ranking of like where the teams are and where the leagues are, and the, the CPL was this a sixth, which for a league this young is absolutely crazy in the in the region now of like fifteen or sixteen leagues. So you know, mm -hmm. you've been as we mentioned a few times, you've been kind of like almost there since the beginning. So do, do you do you guys feel like you know being a player in the league that long that you're part of something special like that? You know, you're towards the World Cup and all that kind of stuff. Does it feel like it's there's something big happening here in Canada? Yeah, well, I think, obviously, you said I joined York. This is my fourth season going to York, so I've been here for almost all of it. And you can tell there's a growth. Um, I think even in knowledge, um, just, like, that the league's a big buzz. Like, we were even talking, like, us guys yesterday, we were talking about last night, we went to go to a cafe in Halifax down here, and we we got stopped about six, seven times asking, oh, you guys are playing the Wanderers. Like, we'll see you Saturday type thing. And that's, that's just something you guys like to see, right? Like, yeah. every time I've been down here, it's always been a huge buzz about, about oh, you guys are playing the Wanderers. So it, it, that's something that the this game in Canada needs is uh, just fans up for it. And obviously, because the players will always be up for it, but it's that something special that 
the the fans can actually drive sometimes the players even more up for it if if that if that makes sense and yeah seeing that um we're ranked sixth I think it's the the league's just growing I mean we're in the fifth year and um on I saw a stat some stat on Twitter that some of the leagues that were near us um in the rankings were have been established for fifty plus years hundred plus years like it's um yeah this league's just growing and obviously with the the national team doing so well um. And the World Cup coming in 2026, like it's it's something that this league I can imagine and us players just want to just grow and grow and grow. And obviously, with we we hear about new teams coming in and stuff like that, that that's just exciting for us players as well. Um, especially for for me as a, a local kid, I I've always I'm from a small town in outside of Toronto, and for me growing up, it was hockey, 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 like hockey. My town is like no, not a lot of soccer in my town. Um, so now knowing that can't like the Canadian numbers, the the viewer numbers uh, for TSN to watching the World Cup was was crazy. Like it was, you would never think that it was going to be that high, and um, you just see the growth like in the past few years. <clears throat> Sorry, where the national team's gone, and it's just exciting seeing how well some guys are doing. That we have a lot of Canadians that are playing top level football right now for the best teams in the world so um that kind of drives us and to see that we were ranked six i think um is really cool and it kind of just motivates everyone to to push themselves because guys in this league obviously we love playing here but we always want to test ourselves um and go maybe a step higher whether who knows what that is but just want to get better every day as a young footballer as any footballers uh, you just want to you want to try your best and see how far you can go yeah, I love it, and it's you know, um, it's a it's a testament to to everybody's hard work on the pitch and off it like that. It's it's grown so quickly, and I think sometimes when there's like uh there's like roadblocks with you know with the Edmonton thing and all that kind of stuff, you're just gonna have to trust the process a little bit and just uh you know like we are going in the right direction, and you know it's the players like yourself like you mightn't have ever had the chance to become a professional if it wasn't for this league. So it's 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 fantastic. So. Exactly. Um, so my last question, so I can you can get back to uh, whatever it is you want to get up to this evening. Uh, you're gonna play in a five side <laughs> tournament from the players you played with. Who makes your team? Oh wow! Uh, players I played with at York. Anywhere you're saying? Okay, well I'll probably do York just to make it. So so five side in the sense that there's goalies or no? It's up to you, man. You're, no, you're the no, coach. Okay, just put five. I'll put I'll put five players just to be five players. Um, I'll start. I'll just list some players. I don't know position wise right now what I'm going to do, but I'll say one guy I've been with since the start who's been like my one of my best friends and been helpful with me throughout my whole York. It's since the day I signed pro, he's been my greatest mentor and been with me every step of the way. Is Mike Petrasso. He's also nice. probably the best player. One of the best. One of the best players I've played with. Yeah, I'll put him. Oh, this is a tough question. <laughs> I just have so many. I have a lot of friends, a lot of guys I've played with. Um, oh, I'll put uh, at the back, I'll start with Diodine Abzi. Nice. I can't believe I forgot him. Obviously, he's <laughs> probably one of the best. He's one of the better players I've played with, too, and really good friend of mine. And I love that he's succeeding and doing well. And I watch every single game he plays um, right now. So love I'll it. put him. So, so Abzi, Mike. Um, let me think. I'm just trying to think of guys I played with at York. I'll stick to York just because 
Um, I'll put a guy that's actually doing really well in this league, um, too. He, every time we play against him, he seems to be doing really well. Um, is Manu Aparicio. I played with him my first year at York in 2020. Uh, what a player, man. Like, he's just the work ethic he brings and the, the leadership he brings is uh, he – yeah, he was really hard on me my first year. Like he'll see, like he was probably yelling at me every training <laughs> session, every training session. So, um, but in a good way, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll put him. So those three, play with a lot of good guys. I'm just trying to think. Um, oh, I'll put a guy obviously that I'm sure people will think I put in is uh. Just what a guy he's been since he joined last year was Mobile Bully. He's just been really good because um, he comes in, he has a great year with us, and then he's just a great guy off the field. Like he gets any everyone involved in anything, whether it's uh, a conversation, anything. Like he's just a great guy all around, and we wish him uh, to come back soon. Obviously, um, so him, and then I'll put a defender. I'll put a midfielder. Uh, so I have wait. Who do I have? So Abzi, Manu, uh, Petrasso, Petrasso, and um, Albabuli. Yeah. Um. Try to think. Uh, <laughs> hmm, just give me one second. Just, just the thing. I want to put a good team out there. I'm not putting myself because I'm not that type of guy to put myself here. <laughs> um, I was going to think about the times I played uh, youth because actually there's a guy on Halifax, good friend of mine that you guys have this year, Riley, who's actually a really good oh, player uh, for Azo. Yeah. So yeah, I played, I played with him. I played with him uh, 2018 and um, yeah, great player. I was thinking, but I'll stick with York guys. I'll put in a honestly the best guy locker room guy I've ever played with Jordan Wilson. Love it. Honestly, just such a such a great guy, and that's just a team. Obviously, not not just down to ability, but just a lot of good friends on that team, and I think a team that could win as well. So, um, yeah, love, love it, man. Uh, I'm so happy that uh, Jordan's like kind of found the uh, the outside of football, the one soccer thing, and he's doing a fantastic job. He's yeah. great having his uh, insights as a an ex player in this league, not just. Uh, anywhere, so yeah. yeah, we're lucky to have him. So, man, it's been amazing talking to you. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I certainly did, and I, I think we got like a good bit of uh insight into the way you think and uh how things are going at York. So, I really appreciate your time and uh, come on, you wanderers. <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks. See, see you Saturday. Yeah, have a good one, buddy. Cheers. Get out! Out to fuck!